Hey James, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's been a long time coming. It has been, yeah. So we're going rogue tonight. No Andrew, no Steve. Excellent. <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't really mean that, Steve and Andrew. Honestly. Yeah, yeah no, we're, we're going we're gonna to miss them. We'll see how it goes. Um, so what's been going on? You've been at work today? Yeah, I've been at work today, usual stuff, you know, just uh, working yeah. hard. Yeah. Nice. Been in a bit of a pruning. Oh, I should probably tell them when I grow grapes. So that's what I do for yep. a living. So yeah, Mondelo's, Mondelo wines, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, we're in the middle of pruning at the moment, so busy with that. Um, yep. Yeah, just been for a little run, run up to the uh, Crush the Chronicle studio here. Yep. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so cheers, people, by the way. yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. Yeah. We've got some Thank local, you for the beer. local beers. Uh, Searchlight, the Arrowtown Brewery, brewing company. A um, mischievous Kia from Altitude Brewery. We've got Altitude. Yeah, we've got Cargo Brewery. All good stuff. Um, so yeah, I guess it's kind of wanted to get you on because, you know, you've probably got 20 years on me. Um, and, <laughs> and, and some as well, I think. And some maybe, <laughs> and you're crushing it. So um, tell us a bit about your Wales run. Right. Okay, well, yeah, <clears throat> so Wales... Um, yeah, that happened in 2017, um, and basically Mal Law and myself decided that we would um, try and raise money for the Mental Health Foundation by yep. running around Wales, and it all came about after Mal had completed his uh, 50 and 50 challenge, um, so he'd finished that, and we were actually out running on the Greenstone track yep. together, we were trying to do the Greenstone Cables loop, and uh, probably a little bit too soon after Mal had finished his... Uh, it's 15.50 and he was struggling a bit, so we decided to turn around and we were going back and having a chat about, you know, the usual what's next. Yeah. Um, and Mal was talking about going back to the UK to do the Southwest Coast track because he used to hold the record on that, which um, is around Cornwall and Devon in right. the southwest corner of uh, England. Yeah. And I said, well, why do you want to do that? Because now the record was uh, down to like 10 days by a guy called Damien Hall. Do you know? Oh, okay. Damien is no, a uh, UTMB top 10 finisher, right. you know, uh, total machine yeah yeah um, so that's, gonna, uh, like that's like, gonna be hard to do yeah exactly <laughs> it was like 100k a day or something um yeah and he said well that's because it's the longest walking track in britain and i said well no it's not it's now the wales coast path mm-hmm. and we're having this little argument tit for tat like punch and judy you know yes it is yep. no it isn't and we said well let's wait until we get some cell phone reception and we'll double check as to what is the longest track and uh, i was right for once it was actually the wales coast path it's 890 miles yep. in length um, and then we thought, well, crikey, if you did that, you could then uh, link it in with doing Office Dyke and do a complete circumnavigation of Wales. Right. So we looked to see whether there was a record for that, and there was, which was 40 days at the time. Yeah. So we thought, oh, well, 40 days, that sounds pretty soft, really. Why don't we try and go for that and try and smash the record? Yeah. Um, so we took, so it's, a, it's over 1,700 kilometres, right? Yeah, so right the way around was 1,735 kilometres and about yeah. 37,500 metres of climbing vertical over that time um yep. so yeah so we uh, looked at that and thought well if we do what mal did on the southwest coast track which was about 70 kilometers a day and work off that um then we could do it in 25 days so that became our sort of target and our goal and that's how the whole thing came about basically yeah, yeah. so you so you said it so this is 2017 may and it's you when did. we did it yeah so we did we beat both the records for the south uh, sorry for 
um, the Wales Coast Path. So the record yep. for that for just that was twenty five days, and we did that in twenty one days. Okay. And then um, the right way around Wales. Um, well, I did that in twenty five days. Okay. And took the record. The record had already had been broken since we started, and when we actually completed it. So someone else did someone it. Thirty nine, thirty nine days. But we still right. We still took two weeks off the record. So what basically. were they doing? You knocked well, fourteen exactly. days off. <laughs> <laughs> I think they must have been having a picnic or something. Oh, right. They were, they were they were aiming to do. I think it was a marathon a day. Okay. Mostly if, if you do a marathon a day, that's. So what did you do? You did like about seventy kilometers a day. Seventy k a day. Yeah. So the longest day was about eighty eight, and the shortest day was a marathon. Right. Yeah. So okay. like, yeah. So the last day and was only. How long has that taken you? That seventy k, like. Um, it kind of varied on the terrain. Um, yeah. Between twelve and fourteen hours normally, and that was with that's two, a two long to three time. Yeah, it's a long There's time. There's not on your a lot feet. of sleep. Well, you've got time to sleep, and that's yeah. It. So one of the problems that Mal found when he did it, yeah. um, did the Southwest Coast Track, was that he wasn't properly hadn't sort of thought through breaks. So he'd get to okay. meet Sally was supporting him, bless her, like she normally does. Yeah. And so they'd get to a break, and apparently they'd be like, "Well, where are we going to where are we going to meet next?" So they fluff around for 10-15 minutes on top of the break, trying to yeah, work okay. out. And before you know it, you've lost half an hour. Well, you know yep. that's. That's two or three kilometers. So you guys had a so we had a straight line. Yeah, so we basically spent a year looking through the route, yep. finding places where we were going to meet, where it all laid out on the map, so that each time that we um, set off in the morning, we knew exactly where we were going to stop every day. And Sally was there yeah. with our supplies, and we limited all our breaks to ten minutes only. Yeah. So it was kind of yeah, streamlining the whole thing and just keeping keeping moving. You know, it's like that's like the way a, to do a, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like in a race. You stop at an aid station, you faff around. Before you know it, 50 minutes has gone. And, and you didn't do any driving. It was all, you were all on <laughs> No, we didn't drive. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> it was definitely on yeah. my feet. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I have the physical and mental scars to prove it. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the track like there? I'm thinking sort of farmland oh, and it's, yeah, well, it's paths all, or something. Or? Yeah, so it's all uh, around the coast, um, yeah. obviously, as the coastal path. Uh, so it kind of varies. Some of it's through, um, like it goes through the main cities, Cardiff and Newport, yep. for example. So that's on a lot of tar seal tracks. Right. On that, so it's almost been so like on pavement. Brutal, that's man. pretty brutal, yeah. yeah. And then on the actual more scenic parts, um, it's coastal paths. So it's uh, small, single track paths yeah. and quite hilly. So you'd have lots of, yeah, it's not okay. like big, long climbs, but short, sharp descents yep. into bays, big, steep climbs at the other side. You know, maybe so you're only, going maybe into only towns 100 meters. And stuff like that. Yeah, and you're yeah like absolutely. Having little ports and stuff. Yes. Um, how was it? Like, how did you find it compared, um, to, compared to other things? Like? Well, so we set, we set off from uh, the start and it's very, very flat on the first day. So we did yep. 74 Ks on the first day and I think it had 200 metres of elevation gain in 74 K. Okay. Which wrecked us because, I mean, yeah. both Mal and myself. So that's just all on pavement or something? Yeah, or, well, yeah. It, it was on, um, a lot of it's on uh, single track, but it's yep. flat single track just, across yep. um, the estuary of the Severn River. Um, so yeah, I just killed myself and Mal just the fact it was flat because, of course, all our training around here is predominantly hills. Yeah. Um, and so both of us ended up injured actually on the first day, which wasn't a good look. What were you guys thinking? Like, <laughs> you know, I think maybe you just warm up with a marathon and then no, well, I mean, ease into it or well, because because we wanted to you know do, do this seventy k day, we were yeah. like you know we were pretty stuck on that distance. Um, and yeah, we just got we actually stayed with my parents that night. And yep. uh, I could have barely walked with a, a knee injury, a mal had a hip injury. 
And I sat there <laughs> thinking, oh my God. What, these these codgers are trying to do <laughs> exactly. this record and have done one day. <laughs> yeah, what do, we, what do we think of it? Wrecked yeah. on the first day. That's um, awesome. So the second day was literally just walking, but that was, again, 72 kilometers of walking. We did about okay. in about 14 hours. Um, and yeah, so luckily my knee came right, but after six days, uh, Mal's hip just got worse and worse. And he got yep. to a point where he had to pull out because he just could barely walk. And we were finding he was just stopping the whole time trying to uh, fix his hip yep. and roll it out on the side of the path. And he had like a little massage ball that was on the side. So, we had, yeah, we ended up sort of... So he was... He pulled the pin on He that. was pulled yeah. the pin pretty early. Yeah, yeah. he realised it. And then that was that you were down. stuck there like... Yeah, well, oh, yeah, that's, well, that was probably the hardest day that was the day after he pulled out. Because we were walking along the, the path that day and, uh, you know, I was like going really slowly and still Mal was kind of dropping behind and I was thinking, oh, you know, we really have to sit down and think, rethink our plans cause, because yeah. we all had all our accommodation lined up as well. It meant that our accommodation, you know, we'll get so behind. You were, and that's pay- you were paying for places to stay. Yeah, so we'd already paid for okay. places. And then also like it meant that we were stopping and having to drive further and further each night to then come back. So more of our time right. of the day was spent driving to and from our accommodation. Okay. So you had a pretty so, strict schedule then. Absolutely, like yeah. you were yeah, like. it was completely... We so we're a, staying at this hotel on Monday. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. We had two lever arch folders, one for yeah. Sally and one for the other support driver. So what if, you, they, you know, what if you're a day behind? You well, just, that, you just change the, the booking. Thing. You change the well, booking. Well, we'd have to change everything if we did that. You'd have to try. So that's why I was starting to think, well, we're going to have to have a conversation so the whole, about this. The whole like twenty five days, you stuck to the. Well, we were we were getting further behind because of Mal. Yeah, Mal's injury, and then, and then when he pulled out the next day, I that's when I did eighty eight k just to start to basically start right. trying to catch up. Okay. So for the next, well, <laughs> probably ten days, I was kind of doing more than what we'd planned to do each day to try and catch up on the time. And by the time we yeah. got to North Wales to to Bangor, we were back on target. Uh, okay. But unfortunately, by then I had another injury with a um, an infected foot. Yeah. So then I had to basically have a rest. Well, rest, I did 40K that day. Right. Marathon and had a rest day. Yeah. Um, that seems pretty hard that you guys <coughs> booked in hotels and stuff. Because well, I, th- I think it's quite important to have a goal. You know, it's good same, to have a goal, a... but then you have one day that goes wrong and then you're like, okay, the whole 25 days is out of, out yeah, of day. Yeah, but I right? kind of like Are you having... still going to break the record, but you're like yes, out true. of day with... Yeah. But it really has Where to do everything. I, I see what you're saying, but I think uh, from my point of view, I prefer having a goal. It's, it's like it. yeah. it's like having a time goal in a race, isn't it? You know, if you yeah. really th- want to do it, you know what the goal is. Then you've got much. Just got to get to this hotel. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You've got a much better chance of reaching that goal if you're if yeah, fixing yeah. your mind that that's what you need to do. Yeah, you know, it's just ballsy. <laughs> that's all right. It's like 25 day right, man. You're gonna beat this hotel. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. So it did. It did all work out in the end, though. I think we only had to change maybe one or two overnight. Uh, campsites because we were camping we weren't in oh hotels. okay well that's yeah. not too bad then. yeah we were yeah. Yeah, they'd, be, they'd be pretty good they would love it they'd be like what are you doing you maniac <laughs> oh absolutely yeah, a, lot of pe- a lot of people say that like, yeah, you know, you can stay where, for free where have you come from stay we'd for be, a couple of days yeah where have you come from it'd be like you know half, halfway around Wales Missouri Chepstow and they'd yeah. like look at us double double take we're like when did you leave there like you know seven days ago and it would be like 500 kilometres along, along from Chepstow did you start and finish in the same hotel <laughs> yes. or I uh, know we started well. Yeah, we stayed at my brother's. At my brother's actually. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he actually lives not far from the official start or yep. finish of the track, depending on which way you want to look at it in yep. Chepstow. So yeah, we stayed with him in the, the first morning. Yeah, and yeah. ended up back at his house, which that's, was nice. That's sweet. Yeah. Was um, 
people in Wales into it or people know about it? Or? Um, so, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, I mean, people we met along the way, they were all very supportive. And, yeah. you know, we did raise a fair bit of money for Mind UK. And you had, like, T-shirts that were, like, chasing the dragon. That's right, or... T-shirts. And we also had uh, little cards printed out so we could uh, okay. so people could text to donate as well. Yeah. So we were handing those out along the way. Because, I mean, everyone's like, you know, well, yeah, what, what are you doing? Like, where are you going? Yeah. So we're going, going all around Wales, going, going the around. record. Yeah, so people were very supportive from that, but, like, not so much in the media and... Yep. Yeah, just crazy runners, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, so much other things going on, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Sure. So is that like the biggest, hardest thing you've done, or do you um, think that's... Well, I don't know. I, I, like, how'd you find it? How'd you, how was your body? Yeah, were you I'm, like, man, this is really hard, or were you like... It was okay. harder uh, getting over it. Like, mm. the, the recovery afterwards was really difficult. So when I you found, got back here. And... Exactly, yeah. So when I got... I, I didn't run for probably a month afterwards yeah at all i went up to uh, see my sister who lives in the lake district yeah and she was like oh what you need to do is you need to do the bob graham round at the end <laughs> yeah awesome because <laughs> she's a, she's a fell runner has got quite a lot of fell running contacts up there yeah. i was like yeah come to the bob graham i'm like uh I'll, I'll go for a run and see what i feel and i was like nah it's not gonna happen i just had no energy and uh, feeling really flat and then when i came back here i started trying to run and yeah i was just i remember going around lake hayes and I do quite a lot of heart rate training, so I was in kind yeah. of, you know, my math heart rate. And uh, an old guy about 70 years old came <laughs> running past me, and I thought, no, nah, I'm not ready for this. So I took another yeah. month off and just did some light skiing. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, yeah, it took me probably about six months to really get over it. It's brutal, way. Eh? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just that sort of, you know, fatigue from every day. And as you, as you, you were saying, you know, tw- 12, 14 hours doesn't leave you much time to get back to where you're staying, eat, get to bed, sleep, and then you get... You know, you start the whole process all over again. <clears throat> yeah, that's not hardly any time, right? You've got yeah. like dinner and then you've got sleep and then that's a exactly. breakfast or on, whatever. You're back on the road again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, that's full on. <clears throat> um, do you think you're going to do anything else like that or that? Uh, probably not. Probably not, yeah. Not in that <laughs> way. Maybe it's maybe not 70k maybe, a day. Yeah, not like 70k a day. Days, I mean, I'd, I'd quite like to maybe do Tero or sometime. Yeah. Not in, but not as Just a enjoy it. Just though. enjoy Just it. Yeah, relax. yeah. Not, yeah. not be. I'll try and be stupid with it. Yeah, the record's probably pretty quick anyway for that, right? Yes. <laughs> some psycho that's done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like do the South Island part of it or something, you know. Yeah. I quite yeah. like to do something like that. I've done a lot of uh, long-distance tramping through yep. my life. I actually spent two years uh, traveling. That's how I ended up in New Zealand. I spent two years uh, traveling around the world tramping. Yeah. So, yeah, I've done a lot of, you know, months. Because you guys were just months, backpacking when you came here or you were just traveling or... Yeah, so we spent a year in Asia. Uh, mainly yep. in the Himalaya, so Pakistan, Nepal, That's cool. um, northern India, Tibet, and the southwest corner of China, basically yep. tramping. And then we came down to Australia, and then we came here for six months to tramp for over the summer. Yeah. Um, and that's when we thought, oh, that's a nice place. And you were skiing you before you came here. and you were Oh, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've, I've been skiing since I was 11. Oh, yeah. So, um, so you yeah, got here and you were just like, sweet. Oh, yeah, this is awesome, isn't what it? What are we you doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why, are we, why are we living in the UK? Put your team here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it was summertime, so we did uh, heaps, yeah. of, heaps of trekking. So yeah. we came through Queenstown, did the, the route burn and thought, oh, that's a nice place, isn't it? It's a pretty good ad eh, for Queenstown, like just rolling around the world and then... You come, yeah, end up staying yeah, here. Yeah, let's just this stay is, here. This is a you know, real this special the, place. This know, is the spot, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and what about your uh, nutrition and stuff for that for the twenty five days? How was that? Uh, yeah, so really ate lots, just ate <laughs> um, as much as you could. As much as we could. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I am a kind of uh, advocate for low carb 
eating. So I do, yeah. I, I'm on a low carb diet. And uh, in actual fact, um, <coughs> so one of uh, Mal's friends, Steve, who unfortunately passed away in a helicopter accident, yeah. uh, his parents had offered to cook for us for a week. Okay. And I was like, well, and they're, are they, are they they're like in their 70s. And right. I thought, you know, older people. They're from be, Wales or? And no, they're English. They're English, yeah. okay, yeah. So they got a little caravan and they were going to come along and cook for a week for us. Right. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be interesting, isn't it? This you know, what <laughs> kind of food you're going to end up yeah. with. Um, but they actually spent a lot of time in South Africa. Okay. And they'd just come back from South Africa with um, uh, Tim Noakes's book the oh, revolution really and everything they were cooking was from that book and i was like oh, oh this right. is so perfect yeah they were like oh have you heard anything about low carb i was like oh. yeah. what do you got what do you got for me <laughs> exactly as manna from heaven yeah so um yeah so basically we, we'd stop three times a day and yeah just eat as much that's it as possibly could during that time and yeah eating the whole time as we so you're as eating well. like high and i still and lost and yeah and still lost heaps of weight as well yeah over, over that period um yeah yeah i mean it's, it's, so what were they, what they had for you? What, what? Oh, so yeah, we had. Sorry. <coughs> yeah, we had um, you know lamb, salmon. Okay. You know, so yeah. yeah, good animal protein and. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's not everyone's going to be eating that on a run though. No, not on the run. So on, on the run. Oh, like afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So afterwards, so on the run, we'd have yeah sausages, and eggs, and. No one's going to be eating that on a run either, man. No, that's true. <laughs> true. I mean, like, if I was racing, I wouldn't probably wouldn't eat that. But it's pretty low. You don't fourteen hour days. You don't five hour days. Low intensity. It's ruined. Kind of. You know, it's quite funny because before we went. Uh, Mal had a comment on one of his Facebook posts saying, oh, you know, you guys will be av- probably averaging 7K a day, 7 kilometers an hour, wouldn't you, for yeah. each day? And we're like, well, you've obviously got no idea because it's, it's, by the time you stop, try and find your route because that's quite hard as well. It's not It's always it's not a lot really lower, obvious. right, the average? like Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we were lucky to get maybe three or four kilometers an hour average. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've sort of really worked out, but yeah, re- around that level because you're kind of stopping, you're trying to find the way, you know, you're mapping. Yeah. Uh, route finding it's not like being on a great walk when you've only got one yeah. one route there's footpaths all over the place you're not doing a road s- marathon no exactly, know, exactly five minute yeah, k's or whatever not, knocking out 12k an hour and, I mean, maybe if no. you've got a guy in front of you and you're following him and you you know you yeah but bang out 10k <clears> an hour or something but even then it's, but you're running around a country right yeah, you're like exactly. okay which way like i guess you're on the coast but you still you still have to find a way because like in the uk they have so many footpaths that are all over the place yeah, yeah. so yeah. you come to a junction and then they've got these little signs for the wales coast path but yeah. people nick them right so, so they're not always it's like not always signposted and, and they you know sometimes it gets rerouted so you don't have a, yeah. you know any signs whatsoever yeah yeah so that certainly slowed us down yeah right yeah any other tricks they had for you do they have any other um, well, I think you've heard about the fat shake. The fat shake, the famous <laughs> fat shake. Yeah, I've heard about that. Every time I hear about the fat shake, I just want to have one. <laughs> so what's in the fat shake? Uh, so it's basically uh, coconut milk, uh, butter, cream, yeah. and fruit. fruit. Like, like oh, berries, yeah. berries and yeah. yeah, kind of whizzed up together so sort of thing. smoothie, a fat smoothie. It's kind of like a fat smoothie, yeah. Fat smoothie. Mm. But pretty, when pretty would you dense, have that, though? Pretty dense in calories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that's so, a bit of a risk, like, oh, midway would, through. Yeah, so I'd have that at the end of the day. So when I stopped, at the end, that, that okay. was, like, the first thing I'd have. So your recovery. Was, yeah, like yeah. a recovery kind of. A super protein get heaps, shake. heaps of uh, calories just yeah. in one go. Um, yeah. And they put you, butter you on it. How, how would they put butter on it? Oh, just put a blob of butter in it. And just, butter, whiz, just whiz blend it up. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. 
Yeah, you got, well, you got to keep that weight on, man. You're, you're instantly not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, I'm good, man. You want dinner? No, I'm sweet. I'm, I feel good, actually. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so not maybe not in the mornings, though. No, no. So in morning, mornings but, was uh, bacon and eggs and avocado. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I've seen you at a race coming through, I'm like, here comes James into an aid station. James, what have you got for me to eat? Because <laughs> I'm just eating lollies and chips and handing lollies and chips out. And then here comes James. James, what have you got in your bag? Can I eat some food today? Yeah, well. And you've got like blueberries and bacon and pork. And I'm like, sweet, this is awesome. <laughs> and I'm not even running. I'm just like aid station crew. I'm getting food yeah, we, off you. Yeah, we did um, actually just before we went to Wales. We did uh, ultra easy together. Yeah, and we ended up uh, supplying. Uh, you know, oh, you obviously know Pete and Lisa. Yeah. So, so Pete was like, "Oh, what have you got in your bag?" And I was like, "Well, actually, I've got, I've got a holy food. I'm really not going to eat." I said, yeah. I said well, "Do you want some?" He's like, "Oh, what have you got?" I said, oh, "I've got some uh, pork belly." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. Blueberries, pork and belly. Said, oh, Lisa's been vegetarian for three months. <laughs> I'd oh, love some. That's so he was a... into that, and then uh, Grant Guys was giving it out to his kids at the next aid station. Yeah, <laughs> and you were regretting it because you're like, "Oh, this is a fast hundred k, and I've got pork belly." <laughs> yeah. That... Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't that fast. We were kind of, that was a tra- that was a training run training, for, for yeah. Wales, so we were kind of. We kind of walked. Does Mel do the same thing? Is, is he um, crazy? No, like, is he eating steak and stuff on the trail or what? No. He, well, he, he was on that run. We were, yeah, we were kind of eating the same sort of Eat stuff. Eat the same stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for hilarious. Sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And you find that it's it's good for the low-intensity stuff, right? Like oh, you're going yeah, a bit yeah. quicker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to race, then if obviously you're going to race, yeah, you, you need, some, you need some, a bit of tailwind or something. Stuff, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that guy recently just did a hundred miles and he with no food? Yeah, I heard about yeah, that. Guy. But I, I don't what did he do? Electrolytes or? Uh, yeah, just ele- homemade electrolytes. So it didn't have. He runs sixteen hours for a hundred miles or something. Or yeah, eight, I think it was eighteen. Eighteen, 18, 18, 18 hours. Thirty-seven for, with no food. Yeah. So I mean, whereabouts was that? Uh, it was in the states somewhere. What did he do? Did he do a Utah, loop or something? Or so he did his own route by the sounds of it. And he, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of took in his just an experiment, friends and family, into yeah, basic experiment to see how far he could go. Yeah, you so, could. I mean, you I mean could, if he might be a he might be a fifteen hour, sixteen hour guy, yeah, exactly, right? So yeah, maybe he yeah. could. Totally could do totally it back a bit. Yeah. 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 yeah might so be it's right. a bit like um, you know what Zach Bitter does with his optimized fat metabolism stuff. So yeah. Doesn't need as as many calories for the run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he's yeah. pumping the sugar in during the race. Just maybe not as much as <laughs> yeah, and only and as only a normal person. Yeah, exactly, and only for during the race time, not um, yeah, you're not on day to day. Well, basis. he's he's pretty much full yeah. carnivore, isn't he? Afterwards, yeah, post. apparently. <laughs> Crazy. Man. I reckon that's the way to go. I don't feel hungry afterwards, man. You know, like, well, because you, you've tried it, haven't you? Uh, I've tried it twice. Right. I've tried like. What have I done? I've done, tried it like 18 months ago. I did I did one week full carnivore. Right. Which was steak, bacon, eggs. Well, I guess it's easy. I had isn't coffee. It? I had coffee. Right, okay. Oh, but so it, it was pretty good. Then. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, you know, if you go, I don't know. But you look. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like you, you, right. you look forward to the steak. You want to have steak. Well, even having it every day. Every day, three times a day. Yeah, and you don't. But you don't feel like you're eating that much. But your protein is through the roof. Right. Yeah. But your calories. I think your calories drop. 
Do you have any particular steak you're having? Because like, I mean, obviously some cuts are uh, fatty and others, aren't they? Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the problem I think you get. Right. Because I normally just have rump or, okay. you know. Um, or you want sort of... Uh, it's hard to go, you know, like ribeyes and stuff if they're a bit pricey or whatever. But yeah. Um, I think that's a bit of an issue. Like, like it can be kind of expensive. Trolley full of steak. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah, you like you like, well, yeah. The first few days you're like walking to the supermarket. You're like, what am I doing? I'm just got to go to this just one, one corner and then grab what you need and uh, get out of there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like it's a it's a little bit strange, and then afterwards you're like, okay, this life's really simple now. But then you start, you know, you have like salmon or something. Right. Yeah. There's like a oh, snack. So you, have to, you have to go to the next section. Yeah, as a snack or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. But that's it, yeah, I don't have any problems with it. It works pretty good. Right. Um, yeah, so I've done maybe two weeks strict, like in separate times. Right. And it's both times has been fine. I remember the first time I did it, I was charging into the gym. Like I was running into the gym. I don't know. So, it, was, it was bizarre. So why did you stop? The energy was fine. Uh, I thought, well, maybe I should have some balance, you know. So I thought, I would, what I'll do is I'll have steak. Yeah, I'll have steak, and I'll like chuck in a little bit of broccoli or something, you right. know, just to balance it out. And then life gets complicated, and everything just starts coming back in, right? right. But yeah. um, and beer, beer comes in, chips, chips come in. But I've, to be honest, though, like I guess I've pretty much been a garbage disposal unit most of my life. And right. na- and in the last couple of years, I've cut out like the pasta and rice, and that's hasn't been that hard. And I think yeah. for ninety percent of people, that's a game changer, right? Is just cut out like the bread and pasta because yeah. you're not you what you're not getting anything from it. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. In actual um, fact, I gave up bread about six, seven years ago. Yeah, and I was like yourself. I was just you know when I was a kid, I used to just eat. You everything. just eat whatever you need. Yeah, you know, yeah, you just, just eat whatever eat, you can get yeah. your hands on, right? Like, um, but having stopped eating bread, I eat it now, and it's, it tastes like cardboard. Like I still have brand. it, but I'll I'll have that right. sort of stuff maybe you know once a month. Yeah. Or, like just when it like if it's someone's got some nice bread, I'll have I'll have a bit. But I'm not having it for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I'll have. Like normally <laughs> for breakfast, this is what I do. I normally have a three egg omelet with bacon, um, something like that, and maybe once a week I might have porridge or, you know what I mean. Porridge. But most of the time I'll get in. So th- you know, three eggs and bacon or yeah. something, and then, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. kind of sets me up to lunchtime. Yeah, you know? pretty it's much pretty right. good. Bacon and eggs, um, <clears throat> but it's, yeah, to me, it's kind of kind of takes you off your mind off the food. Like I don't really once I have an omelet in the morning, yeah, I don't really think about food that much. Yeah. Um, whereas before, I think maybe, you know, I was on the muesli bars, or you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like when snacks, constantly, things. like yeah, every hour, yeah. having something. Or when whatever. I was younger, it was definitely like that. It was, you know, yeah, <clears throat> you have cereal for breakfast, and then an hour later, it was like, right, what's yeah. next? Have another bowl of cereal. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think <clears throat> it gives you that flexibility, right? Mm. And and you can't, you know, like I mean, there's obviously all these problems with obesity and diabetes and stuff, but you have an omelette you don't overeat omelettes right no. like you never feel like another omelette like you just you have <laughs> yeah, one omelette and then yeah. you like go okay I'm, yeah. I'm, you don't even think about it you're like I'm done you know you feel satiated after yeah exactly like you have a steak you don't have a sick you don't go oh give me a second steak like oh you know I need a second steak no. you know like you have a beer you need yeah, you, have, you have more and more beer yeah, right you have yeah. pizza you and have more yeah, and more yeah, pizza, pizza pasta yeah, yeah. you just keep shoveling it back yeah. Yeah, I remember once having going to um, the start of the Rootburn race. <coughs> yeah. and we stayed in Tiano, 
and they used to have a deal with the, that sort of Italian restaurant mm-hmm. that's down in Tiana where you could eat as much as you want. It's uh, basically pasta mm. or pizza. So I did that, and I just kept, you know, just, yeah, eating. And, oh, another one. That's have great. One. That's have great. One. You don't have want to stop. One. You're like, this is the best <laughs> yeah. thing in the world. But then the right. next, day, next day, it wrecked my race because I just yeah. was so overeaten. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to do that. Right? <clears throat> like Exactly. It's like, I don't know, and then you get to, like, the most refined, like, you get to, like, lollies or something, mm. and it's the same, right? That You yeah. just keep shoveling back lollies. Like, you don't need I never never feel satisfied from it. Yeah, you're never happy yeah. with it, right? Like, you just want to, you just eat the whole bag of lollies, <clears throat> right? For sure. Um, I don't know, but that's been the big thing for me the last couple of years. And it does sort of transfer into races, like, you're not, like, having those peaks and troughs as much. Right, yeah. So, so, so what do you do during races? Uh, I'm pretty... Pretty much all over the place. Uh, <laughs> I've done some strict. I've done strict stuff for like hundred milers. Like I've done, you know, uh, like Tailwind or um, Pure or something like that. Right. <clears throat> you know, like on well, like the North, on on the hour or something like, like a that. North Burn, you just uh, not at North. I did that at Naseby. Oh, okay, yeah. So I did. What did I? I think I did Tailwind or Pure. Um, pretty much every hour. You know, like every time I came through, I would have maybe like a bottle of water and a bottle of Tailwind or something. Okay. Um, it worked good, but uh, that was like over 18 hours for me, and it was like, it's a lot. It's a lot of sugar, you know. And, and it's a lot of liquid as well, isn't it? If you, if it's a lot of liquid, your, yeah. If you're having your, you know, particularly in the wintertime when it's cooler at Naseby, yeah. if you're relying on I think calories, if you're quick, do you find that a problem? Like, uh, if you're getting your calories from your liquid, so you're having to drink, and then yeah. potentially... I don't find it too much of a problem, but I think at Naseby that year, like I think the last couple of hours were a bit of a struggle. Right. And I think that was because I've been probably hammering it, hammering that like sugar water for 15 hours or something. You know what I mean? Like something's going to give. You just get over it. Something's going to give eventually. Um, So it's not to say it doesn't work. I mean, I think if I was Zach Bitter and I was running 12 hours, then I'd probably be doing that. You know, I'd probably be doing something like that. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, Northburn... Northburn in the last couple of years, I probably do, I still do sugar, but I just mix it up. Right. So I do like chocolate milk and I do coconut water (laughs) and then I'll just do, you know, bananas or, you know, some food or something like that. But what I'll do is I'll, early on I'll eat food. So I'll, so like Riverhead last year, I was eating steak and kuma at the start for the first couple of hours. Oh, right. Okay. You know, because I had leftover, I had leftover, so... (laughs) I was just like, I'm not going to waste it, so I'm just going to eat steak and kumara. And it's so low intensity, right? Yeah. So, um, so I think it's... What were you de- doing towards the end? Though? Depends on the circumstances. Uh, when the wheels were coming off, I was just Coke and uh, ice blocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sort of contrast between start and finish. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think you've got time, right? You've yeah. got time to digest it. Mm-hmm. It's low intensity. You can, you can do it. And then it pushes that window out of... Of when you need to start taking right. in like pure sugar, cool, you know cool. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When you need to start yeah. taking in, you can't just drink Coke for thirty hours. You know what I mean? Like it's not. <laughs> if you your mouth wouldn't like it, would it? it would just yeah, be like yeah, yeah. So I think if you horrid. can shift it, if you can shift the start time of that Ouch. that feeding window, then yeah. that's going to give you some time at the end. Hopefully, maybe I don't know. That's the theory. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I, it's good to have that flexibility with because uh, we can all take in carbs and stuff. It's not a problem. Like. But you know, running on yeah. fat or whatever. It's like. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was just finding I was having problems um, probably about seven or eight years ago. Having you know, been an endurance athlete since I was, I guess, 
I started a lot of cycling when I was younger. Yeah. Probably when I was about 12, 13. Yeah. Um, just having sugar the whole time, I was getting sort of hypoglycemic and... Sure. You know, getting shaky when I didn't have sugar. And I thought, well, something's got to change. And I guess, luckily for me, I've got a... My sister-in-law was pretty into the... Yeah. The low carb movement, and she was like, "Why well, you still the sugar?" And for ages, I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." So how long ago was that? Whatever. That was... uh, so that, probably 2013, I think. 2013. 2013, when I started, yeah. But she's been preaching the the. the well, she the did. Sugar she did a PhD, and she's yeah, so an she, expert in fat, right? Yeah, yeah. So Zoe, she did a PhD. Zoe yeah, Zoe. So uh, she did a PhD, basically looking at the dietary guidelines, the guidelines, and, yeah, and the evidence. That was there at the time for the introduction of the dietary guidelines in the U.S. The back in the seventies, and basically there's no evidence there wasn't there. any evidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she uh, reviewed the evidence from then uh, till current days to see yeah. if any more evidence had come to light to support it. Yeah, and basically there wasn't any. Um, was, what is the deal way with things like they just sometimes they're back like someone <laughs> actually looks into something and then goes, oh no, this is actually the opposite. Yeah, of what, well, I think uh, you know, it all goes back to uh, I don't know if you've heard of the guy Ansel Keys. He yeah. was kind of uh, the proponent of the fact of the, I guess, the diet hard hypothesis. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, there was a guy in the, the UK that was saying, no, it wasn't fat, it was sugar. Um, yeah. But Ansel Keys was, yeah, probably a bit more vocal in his, uh, <clears throat> in in the scientific community and basically pushed pushed it through that this this was the cause. Yeah. And he cherry picked some data and yeah, it was all kind of downhill from there. He, Basically, so it's, when the dietary guidelines in the US came in, that was seventy-seven, I think. Yeah. And in the UK, we got them in eighty-three. And funny enough, when I was at school, because I studied biology and went to university and uh, studying biology, and we had um, uh, our teacher at fourteen. I remember us doing homeostasis. Yeah. The thing that we were studying was the insulin response in kind of basic terms. And basically, he was sort of he was sort of saying, well, if you have too much sugar in your bloodstream, you know, it goes gets converted to fat, to triglycerides, and it gets stored as fat. So, like, okay, that makes sense. So it's sugar that makes you fat, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then three years later, the dietary guidelines come in, basically saying, you know, base your food on starchy carbohydrates. Grains. That is, yeah, grains. Nine servings yeah. of grains a day. And I was like, well, hang, hang on a second. Yeah. Um, Mr. Hennessy was his name. Like, you've been telling us three years ago that it's going to make us fat. And he's like, no, no, this is the this is the way you should be eating. You should be the, eating. Because this is what the government was saying. Yeah. And of course, obesity skyrocketed. This whole grains thing, man, like every, like the guidelines, not nine servings of grains or whatever, it's the bottom of the pyramid, oh, God, I think. I'm, I'm stuffed. And it's, uh, um, it's, like, what is what is the deal with that? It, it doesn't really, like, where are these grains coming from? Like, because they're always like, it's whole grains, right? Like, make sure you get nine servings of whole grains. No one's doing that. Like, no. what are they, what are, <coughs> what are they doing? When they hear that, when they hear, okay, we should be having nine servings of grains or 12 servings or whatever it is, they're not getting whole grains. They're just going past the white bread. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like, where yeah. are the whole grains yeah. coming from? You know what I mean? Quin- and, and quinoa really, or something or yeah, yeah. porridge. You know what I mean? Are you having nine servings of that stuff a day? No one's doing that. No. Are you you know what I mean? Wouldn't want to either, would, really, would you? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying for some $15 <coughs> loaf of bread that's like some processed whole grain bread. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, who's yeah, do- yeah, no yeah. one's doing that. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. all, like, I think New Zealand's number one source of protein is white bread. That's scary. Like, isn't that's it? not a great stat. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, compared to, well, compared to a ribeye steak, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah, what are we doing here? Come on, I don't yeah. know. I I think you can get kind of caught in the weeds, and I think 
like I just look at my grandparents and think, well, you know, what did they do? Exactly. They'd yeah. meat I mean, and veg and yeah. they, all, they all lived, you know, bar one of them who kind of had, you know, probably something from smoking. Um, the other three were over, you know, mm. 85. Right. You know, they ate yeah. meat and veg and, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, they didn't eat processed food because they didn't really have it. No, we didn't have it. That's the thing, isn't and, it? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> You know, so you can yeah. do all these experiments and you can get all the rats out and inject them and do whatever you want with them. But at the end of the day, probably that's the best well, experiment, right? Yeah, well, I think eat, eat whole food is what I kind of look eat at. Whole you know? Eat whole foods. Eat whole foods, you know, yeah. non-processed, um, use the fats that are naturally available, not, you know, man-made mm. vegetable rubbish. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's probably a good way to be. Mm. I always remember my grandmother, um, She used because she lived with us for quite a while when she was older, and yeah. she'd always insist before homogenized milk, you'd have the cream on the top of the milk, and we had to save yep. all that cream for her because that was that's what, what she got. That's what she drank. She knew. She knew, man. She, <laughs> exactly. was... she grew up on a farm, and it's like that's that's the only stuff that tastes any good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, food. It's a um, it's a it's a big topic, eh? Um, how's your beer? Do you need? This beer is good, actually. You want I'm another beer? That. You want another Why beer? Why not? What are you What are you going to go for? Um, that one you got your hand on looks pretty good. Arrowtown Brewing Company, IPA. Ooh, six and a half percent. Oh, really? I've got to run home as well. Too late. <laughs> uh, what am I going to Cheers, Adam. Cheers, James. We searchlight. Um, so you and you set up. Uh, so we're talking about low carb. This is not really low carb. We're going to talk it? about. <laughs> Drinking beer. Yeah, eating <laughs> chips and drinking beer. I haven't beer. the chips. I'm yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll eat all those for you, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, so with carbs, I actually like to carb load in the evening. So carb load with beer is okay. <laughs> in the evening. That's my first lot of carbs today. Fat though. shakes and... Uh, <laughs> and beer. Local Queenstown Cheers, beer. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To uh, health and happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so Southern Lakes Challenge... Oh couple of weeks ago oh yeah. yeah so yeah that was our sort of um uh celebration for the end of the lockdown, end of lockdown right yes so you just don't mean to mention lockdown and covid no you don't need to talk about that so everyone's talking about covid yeah, man we so let's that. uh yeah we don't need we don't need to, need talk, to talk about, about it. it yeah so we were, no one's look, got it here so hope, i don't think hopefully it stays that way supposedly so yeah um, so yeah, so the Southern Lakes 24-hour challenge was something we dreamt up with um, heading into, it was level three, wasn't it, when we were allowed to go backcountry again? Yeah. And people from the run group that we go to was talking about, you know, what should we do? And there was talk about it be a mile. And it was like, well, yeah, that's, that's all very well, but let's do something a bit more adventurous and yeah. make use of the backcountry. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> the whole idea came about from uh, the, the, they had the Lakeland 24-hour challenge in, in the UK. Oh, okay. Which is how many peaks you can go up in the Lake District in, within 24 hours. And that's what spawned the Bob Graham round. Ah, right. So back in the, whatever it was, 1930s. I don't know anything about oh, this right, stuff, okay. mate, man. So oh, right, okay, just... yeah. So, so, Bob, <laughs> so Bob Graham, he... he no, I know about the Bob yeah, Graham Yeah, so round, he, but... for his 42nd birthday, reportedly, he wanted to do 42 peaks. Yeah. I think it was actually his first, 41st birthday or something. But anyway... So that's kind of like a hell thing. How's our friend Hal's done... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So his Every birthday, time he has to celebrate his and try and go for the record. So he, he yeah. got the record. And then that record wasn't broken until, I think, at the end of the 60s. And so because it was such a, you know, uh, an amazing level at the time, uh, that then became all oh, the Bob Graham round. But right. the Lakeland Challenge continued on since then. So the record's now 70-something peaks 
in 24 hours. So right. we thought it'd be quite cool to do the same thing through the Southern Lakes. So include the So you guys did the Bob Graham round though, right? Or you tried oh, to? Oh, so yeah, uh, Mal and myself tried to do it so last we, year. Yes. So last year. We talk about that as so well. So 2019 uh, you guys 2019, yeah. So I went back to... Uh, and you did the round We did the round over 24 hours, right? Over 24 so you've got to hours, try yeah. and do it under so, 24. So Mal thought the really good idea to train for the, the round would be to go to Scotland for a month and, and just, do nothing but Monroe's. Right. Um, and he got injured. Uh, so he... F- Fell on who it is. Seems to be a common thing. Yeah, I know. So yeah. he, he fell. Mal, Mal's crazy though, right? Like he, his, his ideas are just getting worse <laughs> and worse. Exactly. Oh, let's run a million. You? Let's run a million vertical feet. That's a good idea, Mal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have better ideas for? Him? Can't you help him? He's going. What's he done? Seven. He did the seven great walks, right? Yeah. So that's kind of where it all kicked off. The seven great. That walks. was a while seven ago. days. That was two thousand and. Oh, crikey. Was that 2009 or 2011? That was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I first met Mal. He was in Tiano at the end of it. Right, and because the Kepler challenge was the last of uh, the great walks that he did, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So yeah, so we went and did the Bob Graham. It's round. kind of like the evolution of the sport. If you just look at Mel's <laughs> like the last decade. This is ultra exactly. running, and Getting one more and more one ex- guy, more extreme and more stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so he wanted to go. He was back in the UK. I was back in the UK. He was doing the Monroes because he's trying to knock off all the Monroes. Yeah. He's trying to be the, the person who spent the longest time ever to knock them all off, I think. <laughs> so he started when he was like in his teens. And he's, he's still working his way through them. So I don't know if, if you remember Joe, Joe that was here last summer. Oh, yeah. He, he did them in a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mel's going to be out there in a, <laughs> out there in a walker. 50 years or something. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we were there and I was visiting my sister in the Lake District. And, and oh, well, let's, let's have a go at doing the round. Yeah. So my sister put a, the, the word out with her context and yep. an amazing support crew like the first guy because like ha- yeah yeah so, you, so so the idea is that you have a navigator with yep. you or you know if you're right because so you, like you, you, you need to because i mean like when we we set off at 11 at night and it was pouring with rain and thick yep. fog you couldn't see more than four or five meters and you're on moorland so it's really hard to see where you're going yeah and this guy was just had his compass out and he was like over this way yeah in about 20, 20 meters, there'll be a style, and it was like yeah. the style would appear. And I was like, this guy was amazing. Go click his fingers, and the style, <laughs> the style, would yeah, pop um, up. Yeah, and it turns out he had actually done um, uh, guided Jasmine Paris to her the female record round, right? And she did run like the ninth fastest or the sixth fastest time ever, or something, right? On the on the Bob Graham round uh, a number of years. So yeah, Killian has so Killian got amazing. the record, or yeah, he's got the record in. Because it took a while well, to break. Well, he, he came and broke. Yeah, it. so Billy Bland had it from, yeah. 19, I think it was 1982. I mean, really? when I was a kid, crazy. he set that. Yeah, and then, yeah, Killing came and smashed it. Mm. Yeah, so you have to have somebody with you as well to uh, verify. Do- document that you've been, Yeah, to verify that you've been to the top of the peaks. You can't just have a GPS yeah. Uh, track. So we had, yeah, we had some amazing... Modern gadgets. Yeah, we had some amazing guys with us, uh, but Mal was injured. <laughs> so, so actually, we got the end of... Because it's in five legs, we got the end of leg f- uh, three, yeah. and I thought Mal was kind of out, and I thought, well, it's probably, you know, we might still have time to do it if, if he does pull out. Yeah. And then the guy that was doing the next leg is the, um, uh, Ryan, who's uh, the head of the CFI. He's like, well, if you do the next two legs on time, you'll right. still go under 24 hours. And all of a sudden, Mal perked up. But, yeah. the, <laughs> but the next climb is up this... Uh, what, what was wrong with Mal? He had a... Uh, calf. He had a sore calf. calf. Sore yeah. calf, yeah. So, and he, he was struggling a bit with the cold as well. It was super cold. Right. Like, uh, we just come off Scarfell Pike, which is the highest... 
peak in England and it was yeah. driving rain and fog oh, and okay. cold and you know he had, he had all his layers on he couldn't feel his hands and stuff so yeah he was so but then when he you, you when, don't need when your hands, was a glimmer mate. of hope you don't need your hands mate no, exactly. right. come on <laughs> but then when there was a glimmer of hope he was like oh yeah let's yeah, 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 yeah we could do it yeah we can do it so yeah. we went out and it, we got to the end of the next leg and it was obvious we only had like an hour left to do like a three hour leg so it wasn't going to yeah. happen yeah. <laughs> in any circumstance we were like oh we'll just walk and just enjoy yeah. the last so you guys just hours. went over 24 or uh, something it took us 27 hours I yeah, think it was yeah. in the end who cares yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah exactly it was good to see the round I mean it's actually that's awesome oh it is awesome it was yeah. eight, over 8,000 metres I think yeah and we did it in 100 because it obviously depends on the it's pretty hard the navigation. I mean 8,000 metres 20 how far is it it's, uh, so it depends on how you navigate it okay. so it took us 109 kilometres I think if oh, you okay. if you hit all the peaks that's probably about as fast as you or the shortest distance that you can do yeah but I mean obviously so if you Zigzagging and getting lost, and exactly, then it's be exactly. Because there's no real tracks for a lot of it. You're just yep. hitting the peaks and going from peak to peak as fast as you can. Yeah. So it's not like you've got a trail called the Bob Graham Round. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just the peaks that you're hitting it consecutively. Yep. Yeah. It's just your road choice, and exactly, yeah, exactly. Which so if you've done it before, you've which is where the local knowledge comes in. Yeah, so we yeah. had like five guys that had very strong yep. local knowledge and, and kind of like obviously very good map reading skills in the fog yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd be like oh this is the top of such and such a peak we're like oh well just take your word for it because yeah. <laughs> we could be anywhere you're standing on a peak going is this the high point is this the high exactly. point exactly is this it? surrounded in fog it's like oh, yeah. okay yeah can't see enough. anything <laughs> mark so that one down notebook up there or something <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah well, that's cool. And so, so yeah, so that's that's where the the whole Lakeland challenge came from. So we thought we so did the same thing. Twenty four hour Southern Lakes, Southern Lakes challenge. challenge. Yeah, was basically uh, how many named peaks you could go go up in the Southern Lakes yes. continuously, starting from below four hundred meters. I think it was. Or, yeah, four hundred meters. You so, set those rules. Well, I kind of start setting well, these rules in New Zealand, mate. Like, <laughs> well, we, we kind of got it together. So Adam was kind of Adam Carlson was kind of okay. giving us ideas as well because he was like, well, you, you can't. You got to keep so it. You, sim- you got to keep it simple for Kiwis, man. We yeah, don't you, can't, you, can't start a, you can't start up the top of a ski field access road and then. You oh, okay. Know, you know, that was kind well, of the idea of the four hundred meters. Yeah. So you're starting at lake level, be it in Wanaka or Queenstown okay. or Cromwell, um, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to end. I mean, who's going to start? No one's going to start halfway up a mountain. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, somebody would, wouldn't they? You know. <laughs> like, I'm going to. I want to win this obscure challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. How many of us were in there? There was like maybe nine, nine what, or ten, I think. Oh, ten, yeah. ten or twelve. Well, New Zealand doesn't have a lot like that, right? Like no, is it, well, exactly. That's a kind of good thing, you know. Cause yeah, like, it's awesome. Well, people can come from. We've now got it set up as a Facebook page, yeah. so people can come from outside of the area if they're here on holidays, and can you know plan their own Southern Lakes challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, as, no, as, it's awesome. as a running group, we'd help help them along with it as well. And the whole idea is that you know, yeah, try and try and beat you know x number of peaks when you come down yeah and you get a good adventure you see your own little that's awesome you don't need to be a race choose your own route and then you can go and do it exactly yeah yeah i mean you're going to sit 24 hours right as like the day and stuff you're going to yeah exactly or you're going to sit the weekend and say do it this weekend well i think we're going to probably do it as a group a weekend every year maybe next easter to like celebrate the end of the lockdown um, yeah, but the idea yeah. is that anyone can do it any time so anywhere somebody, yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. within the southern lakes basically yeah, yeah how do you get on cool. do how you do you want to talk about that or? Uh, well, <laughs> well I, I, don't, I don't even really know what we were doing but it was uh, yeah run up some peaks and no I've always wanted to run up 
I guess I kind of wanted to run up the ski fields and then run up maybe Ben Lomond, right. which I think's been done before. But um, so I just I wasn't. Who's too, done it before? I, 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 I don't know. Who's done it? I'm yeah, pretty sure. I don't know. You mean like I thought the ski someone fields at the top of single cone? Uh, double cone. Yeah. Well, I guess you've got to go to um, single cone, really. You know, but um, yeah. So that was my plan, but I was, you know, pretty. Loose, you know. I don't, I, don't, I don't really care, man. You know. Um, but anyway, you so share I, it with your listener or not? Well, really? so I went up Ben Lomond and then I went up Coronet, almost drowned in the shot over, and then and then yeah, went up Remarks part. Well, you know, most of the way at Remarks, close to the whatever that pole is up there. The pole. Oh, with the uh, the mast is yeah, yeah the mast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to get to the pub, so, <laughs> so, that, turn come back. so I turned around and ran into town. So I did the loop in uh, 17 hours. And for the competition, which was a couple of points for each peak, I got like two, two. points or something. <laughs> but that wasn't the, my goal anyway. No, my, no, my well, goal, I, yeah. I think at the end of the day it was But don't run, up, don't run up ski field roads because they suck. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. So. particularly the remarks one. Yeah. yeah, but it was good and it was a good uh, training run. It was like, it was pretty cruisy, to be honest. Right, like eighty five k or something. Okay, yeah, seventeen hours. Solid, it was pretty slow. Day, yeah. It was pretty slow, oh, man. I, I ran, day, though, ran down it? Hunter's Road. You know, the rest of it <laughs> just were hiked up <laughs> hills. You know, like it's um, yeah, it's just training. <laughs> aerobic base. It's just training for me, man. It's just for training for my aerobic. Yeah, my aerobic base, man. Building that base. That's what Killian does, isn't it? Does that for like, you know, 40 nowadays. Does he? I don't know. I don't know what that guy does, man. He <laughs> runs down the road really fast. I think that's what he does. He probably doesn't run from Coronet Peak to Mount <laughs> He runs over Mount Blanc a couple of times, you know. I don't know. Um, no, that's pretty cool. It's That's been the good thing, right, about this whole lockdown thing is people using their imaginations yeah. and coming up with some stuff. Yeah, and like, I, I mean, that's something that I've always liked to do anyway, is like yeah. look at a map and think, you know. Just for, come up with some missions. Yeah, I actually prefer doing that to races. Yeah. Like looking at the map and thinking, oh, if I can join, link in that peak and that peak and go through that valley and make a big loop and, yeah. you know, spend, you know, half a day, a whole day, two yeah. days, you know, doing as a mission. And well, we live, we live in the perfect place, right? Oh, absolutely. You can just go yeah. wherever you want. We are very fortunate for that. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, particularly when you go up the head of the lake or you know towards the Harris Mountains, yeah. there's so many options for those kind of uh, you know self-made missions, if you like. No, there totally <coughs> is. Yeah, yeah, we've been on some good ones together. Um, yeah, I was out today. I went up Ernsthal Burn today, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, you didn't get lost then. Like the, oh, it's hard to get lost in New Zealand. Well, you can see rivers and lakes and stuff. <laughs> well, there's been two search and rescue callers in the past. 10 there's been days a few there. people die up there, right? Oh, really? Have you, hasn't there? Surprised like, me. Hasn't well, there was really? a guy apparently got really uh, cold and spent a night in the, that storm we had two weeks ago. It's cold up there, man. Mm. But you know, what do you expect it to be? It's not <laughs> well, going to be. Think, I think he was with his mates or something, and he got separated and got lost oh, okay. and went down to the river. So in the last ten yeah. days, there's been people. Yeah, yeah, two two lots of people. Then there was another British couple that um, it got dark, and they didn't have a head torch, and were lost. Yeah, you know, take a head torch, people. Take it's a head torch and make sure it's charged. And exactly. And I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been I've been in forests where I've you know ran out of light before, but you know it's like half an hour or something. It takes an extra bit of time to <laughs> crawl <laughs> on your hands down. and knees on the track and. 
But you know, yeah, you don't want to be up the bottom of that burn and no, no, exactly. No torch, you know. Yeah. It's cold, especially this time of year. It's freezing it's, up there, man. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, though. It's a cool spot, yeah. And we yeah. came back down on the uh, sort of went up on the ridge, kind of. And oh, okay, yeah. But snow and stuff. It was cool. It wasn't it wasn't awesome. too bad though. Like six and How a much, half hours or right. How much snow was up there? Uh there were like patches of snow where we were. We didn't go right up into like the the proper the ridge stuff and that, but. Um, we were ski. kind of post holing and stuff. No, oh, really? Not enough to snow, like oh, okay. not enough to ski. Um, yeah, just <laughs> enough to like shred your shins and <laughs> get a bit of road rash, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was cool though. It was a good little mission. Yeah, again, excited for the ski season. It's going to be good. Yeah. Guess so what we're doing? Waiting for waiting for a dump. Waiting for a bit more snow. Yeah. 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 A bit of a base happening. So yeah, it's pretty thin. 30 centimetres up there or something at Sorry? the moment. About 30 centimetres oh, up. Oh, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not enough. Not too yeah. much. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, hopefully, got some uh, few wee missions that we are eyeing up to get done. Yeah. So, you've been so, skiing since you're 11, so you're just a bloody weapon out there <laughs> from what I've seen. <laughs> um, well, I can ski. Put it that way. Yeah. And I can ski, yeah, most things that I ski. like to yeah. look at and ski. Yeah, <clears throat> so yeah, I do uh, mainly ski touring, so yeah. sort of backcountry skiing. Yeah, that's kind of <clears throat> what I really like, and I kind of like taking my sort of running fitness through to the winter and doing kind of big missions. Yeah, so well. you've got that kind of like that Killian style, right? Like do a bit of alpine yeah, stuff and skiing <clears throat> in winter. And I think then. it's good for you, you know, to change your muscles up as well and change change yeah everything yeah. up that you're doing you know how do we be like lot. you james how do we be a goat like <laughs> you, you like if i'm better. if i'm your age and i'm still doing what you're doing then i'll be <laughs> pretty stoked about that oh you will definitely yeah you just got to keep at it so that's yeah. so yeah you reckon like do that winter stuff yeah and then um but i mean that's split what, the seasons up like do yeah just exactly, do what's you know, the thing normal, is with, right? with ski ski mountaineering up, you know backcountry skiing is that you've got the uphill strength yeah it's really good for your glutes yeah um but you don't have the downhill impact yeah, and downhill's much more fun than yeah. running downhill. I'm not a big fan of running downhill. I prefer running uphill. Yeah, um, and it's fun, right? You're just skiing down. You're just bombing down. Yeah, you're just bombing down the hill. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's quite low impact. Damn you, skiers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. So yeah, so we've um, yeah, so Hamish and I done a, did the traverse of the Harris Mountains. Yeah, a few years back, and I've done that in the summer as well. It's quite good to sort of contrast things you can do in the winter and then try yep. to do the same thing in the summer and, and vice versa as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's good. I've been I've been skiing the last couple of years and uh, yeah, it's been good. When I started, I think I was training for Naseby or something. So it was, oh, okay. brut- it was brutal. <laughs> so I'm running all all morning and then I'd go and ski. <clears throat> People be like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, oh, just, "My legs are like concrete, man." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you know. Trying not to hurt myself. <laughs> yeah. Gonna race in a month, you know. <laughs> but it's good though. You can tell. You're like, okay, I'm using different muscles. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is awesome. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I particularly th- when you start skiing uphill, you know, with skins and yeah. skiing uphill. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you know, um, yeah, very good cardiovascular. And it's good for your strength as well. It's really good uh, strength training because you're carrying more gear. Yeah. Um, I mean, because it is like you'd think it'd be faster traveling on skis but yeah. when you ski mow it's actually quite a bit slower yeah like going through the Harris Mountains I think skiing it took us 19 hours yeah yeah with Hamish um, and then I did it with Mal and it took us 13 I think and but that was with Mal taking pictures every two minutes like he does running <laughs> yeah running yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. You know, it was definitely a lot a lot quicker 
Yeah. <clears throat> so it was yeah. tough, just man, carrying more up gear, there today on the ridge in the snow. Like, man, yeah, that's exactly. brutual Travelling walking, through snow like, is, you know, you're breaking new ground the whole time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's good strength training. It was, oh, it was pretty yeah. steep going yeah. up there. It was, it was like good times, eh? Um, yeah, well, that's a good thing. I think there's a lot of people that run all year round, right? Like in New Zealand, they do like a lot of races, and yeah, yeah it's I good. I mean, Na- Naseby's awesome, and it's like something to do in the middle of winter. But you're hammering those big races all year round; mm. it can be quite taxing, eh? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I run to ski as well. Ski's my yeah, my because I guess well, my, yeah, my main like activity. In summer, you've got to do something, right? Yeah, got to do you something. Gotta... And I mean, I used to road bike quite a lot. Um, yeah, but you know, road biking around here is just. It's just a nightmare. Dangerous. All the traffic and dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I did, did more on running. So when I grew up, I did uh, cycling and running. Both I ran track and mm. cycled on the road. Um, but now as I've gotten, when I've, you know, since I've been in Queenstown, I've sort of done more running, very little road biking to keep yeah. me fit for the for the skiing. Yeah, you know, yeah. If, if it was a choice between skiing and running, there was, there's no competition. I'd be skiing. Yeah. For sure. You've had some airtime skiing though, right? Like back in, back in the day, you know, you've done some what? Done some decent, like, um, <laughs> what's that? I don't know, like, yeah, <laughs> this is gonna come those jumps that people do when they're skiing, you oh, know, like down no, you know, really. when you're just flying through the air. For, oh, I have been, I have been over a ski jump, yes, yeah, <laughs> but haven't you done some like decent airtime like that, or uh, not really, no, no, no I've just been to steep skiing, okay, it's kind of when I was younger, yeah, was ski, ski as steep as you possibly can, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Rather than more touring, rather than flying, like the rather than flying through the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those guys that get you know their face. Oh, that's them. insane. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm. So I actually went over, excuse me, over a junior one in Austria. Right. See, these little ones that they teach the you know the like nine year old kids yeah, to do. Yeah. And I was skiing with my sister. She's yeah. like, oh, go go over that jump. Come on, give it a give it a whirl. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, the thing is with them, you kind of your the slope is. The same as what you kind of falling. That's so what you you've got to go do, right? Way. You've got to do the same got, thing. Yeah, and the, and yeah. the landing's quite gentle. Yeah. So she was kind of measuring how far I went. I think I did. It was about thirty-five meters. So that's what and, you did. And I, and I felt like it was forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're just flying down the mountain. Down, and that was on downhill skis. So it wasn't. It wasn't like on. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, like the skis like they do. They don't got their heels attached when they're doing it, and kind of you know the yeah. skis in the face. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good sport, eh? Um, yeah. What about your root burns? Haven't you? You've done like over two hundred root burns, haven't you? Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably it's hard to say. Maybe two hundred and fifty. Maybe. How have you done two hundred and fifty <laughs> root burns? This is just like takes forever. Well I've, well, I've done the race twelve times. You've done the race twelve, 12 times. times, right? Um, I've done several double crossings, so two root burns in a day. Yep. Uh, training, uh, and then I've sort of. Doing car relocations like like yourself, yeah. Over the past fifteen odd years, fifteen years you've <laughs> been doing car been. relocations. It, it was ten years. It was ten, ten years, years. Since, since, yeah, roughly. So that's you know ten, so you ten or twelve a season. Yeah, and then okay. before that, I was yeah, it was my favourite tractor run. I just love the routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it all adds up when you've been here for twenty. That's pretty years. good. That's a good nudge, man. Yeah. What, who's that guy? It's only ten a year. Yeah, yeah. It's not very much, really. That's a that's a decent amount, man. Builds up, yeah, exactly. What about Mark Douglas? Yeah. He's done uh, Ben Lomond every calendar. Yeah, day. so he's been up 
Ben Lomond every calendar day of the year. But yeah. he's now been up there over 400 times, I think. Right. Uh, to the summit. How long did that take him? Uh, 10 years? 10 years to do it every single calendar day. Because, of course, the thing is he was... How was winter, though? Working. Yeah, well, he's every day in winter as well. Picked, yeah, you need to have him on the podcast. He picked good days or what? Because that would be pretty hectic. Well, I think... He, uh, yeah. I, don't know, I need to ask him, really. Uh, yeah. He sort of said, yeah, he's been up there. He says, like, first thing in the morning before, because he was a school teacher... Before school, right in the snow, in the dark, okay, you know, waist deep snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty. He's definitely hardcore. Yeah, that's pretty hectic. No one's gonna. No one's gonna do that again, eh? No, now, now he wants to climb up every uh, Ben Lomond in the world. He does. Yes, he runs yeah. past our house every other day. I scream out at him from the balcony. I'm like, hey, Mr. Ben Lomond. Mm. He's just like, yeah, he's just got his poles out. <laughs> he's he's clacking down it. the street. I'm like, hey, man. So you crush the cargo with yeah, him. He's done the, I'm sure he's done the Kepler like 20-odd times. As Has well. he? The Kepler race. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah he's pretty... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was at Crush the Cargo. legend. He was at Crush oh, the Cargo, the last one. Oh, yeah. nice one. Yeah, I yeah, missed he was that one, there. unfortunately. He was there with Fleur and they were... Right. They were knocking out the, knocking out the oh, summits, yeah. eh? How many did you get? I've got no idea. All right. Yeah, he did. He did a few though. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting character. I see um, Terry's up for the hundred miles. Terry Davis. Miles of... at uh, Naseby. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. Maniac. Why, why would you, <laughs> why do... would you go oh, running loops? <laughs> well, he likes going running loops. It's a bit like Northburn, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Yeah. It kind of suits him. Well, it's probably the only race he can do, like, you know, yeah, well, it's outside, outside, outside of his, his races. His races, yeah. That make him a few sense. months to recover and then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, I'm sure he did well, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, it's, not that long, it's not that far away. It's oh, only, yeah, but he's, uh, Terry's a strong He's lad. pretty strong. Yeah, yeah absolutely. July, yeah, yeah. August. Oh, he's got yeah. almost three months. Yeah. It might be worth doing those be just to be with Terry. He's no, quite, I'm, quite I'm ed- just going to take extra beer. He's quite entertaining racing with Terry. Yeah, you think? Maybe I should. Oh, definitely, yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah, he was it. on the route boom one, one year. I was coming up to Erland Falls, and it was, uh, was it three years ago, four years ago? It was the year that Howell set the record. Yeah. Sort of four years ago, and it was pouring with rain. And, uh, you know, when you come around Erland Falls and you get blasted by the full force of the rain. Yeah. And I heard this voice behind me going, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I thought, Terry, how's it going? I had to look at who it was. It was Terry. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is awesome. <laughs> Everyone else is whinging because of the rain and the cold. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, Terry, I think, I think you're second in your age group at the moment. He went, really? So the other guy's only about two minutes ahead of you. He went, really? He charged, like, sprinted <laughs> past Erland Falls. And he stopped. He went, you having me on? I went, no, 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 seriously. Yeah. So it was, uh, uh, Mike Stone was just ahead of him. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. Were, Battling out for first and second, I think. Classic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, well, that was good on the weekend day eh, doing Mount Diff. That was. Yeah. That was it cool, was, man. Like, everyone was super happy that ran. Oh, yeah. Like, that I saw running out there. They yeah, were like. Nobody was complaining at all. I think everyone's just had a lot of sleep and food, you know. Like, they, everyone looked really <laughs> yeah, strong, exactly. man. I think. <laughs> lockdown for six weeks. Yeah, lockdown's <laughs> awesome. It's like, everyone's just like. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're training, you know, if you're not working, you're yeah. training and sleeping and resting. It's like you're doing it perfect. Like, a, like the pro, really, it's isn't the it? Perfect. Like you should be. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Rather than working all day, trying to fit your training in, running your body down. Yeah. Maybe there's a lesson for us all there. And just back it off a bit and yeah, sleep yeah. a bit more. And yeah, exactly. And take care of your body a bit more, perhaps. Have rather a few than more fat push, shakes. Push. And <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was good, though. It was good to see everyone out racing. For yeah. Sure, for sure. Yeah. And it was good to see the course, because I've 
uh, normally don't go anywhere near Mount Difficulty because it's normally the start. Because you're skiing, season. it's late, right? This year's yeah, this be year's late. late because of COVID and everything, everything else that's happening. Yeah, so I thought I'd go and uh, <coughs> go and volunteer and marshal. It it's a good. cool course. It it's is a tough, yeah, tough yeah. race, man. I've, I've never done it, but yeah, I was, I was telling. <laughs> <laughs> it looks tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it was tough. good actually because I got to see you know people like Ryan Carr coming down the the hills, Just which was bombing down insane. there. Insane. Yeah. You know, he was coming down like starting because he was in the half marathon and started behind the marathoners. He yep. came down that rope section and like there's people hanging onto this rope, gingerly levering themselves off the edge of the cliff, yeah. and Ryan just launched himself down the hill. It's awesome down there. <laughs> I like I come down there at the end, you know, tailing right, yeah, you yeah. know, kind of tailing Charlie and <laughs> You feel like you kind of, you know, you treat it like an abseil. It's awesome. You like put the rope under your arm. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, this, is, this is fucking yeah. cool, man. I think Ryan didn't even bother with the rope. He just like launched yeah, himself into the distance. Psycho yeah, psycho like that. Just I looked at his Strava yeah, and down Nip- Nipple Hill, he did three minutes thirteen a kilometer average down yeah. Nipple Hill. Psycho. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. He's got the. Re- I think he's got the record for what, like Ben Lomond. Oh yeah, like the, the summit to the summit to the saddle, like under- like seven minutes or something or six minutes. The yeah, the under seven minutes it's or something. Insane. Yeah. yeah, just like two meter rock drop offs and nowhere to fall. Like just you're gonna well, fall into to- a rock. Totally committed. You know, I mean, like watching him coming down. I think, God, if you trip or yeah. catch a heel or catch, you know, catch your toe, you're gonna be good dead. times. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. It's different to running around Wales, man. Uh, yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> definitely a bit of speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's all that hunting that he does and, you know, being in the backcountry. Yeah, is, just gnarly uh, terrain. Yeah, it's quite interesting because, um, you know, he was saying that uh, now that he's not been running as much, he's actually not had as many problems with injuries. And he said, like, like when he started running, he was only yeah. running a few times a week. But, of course, mustering, he's in the hills the whole time. He's already doing it. He's already doing it, yeah. yeah so yeah, he needs yeah. a little bit of speed work. Yeah, and then he exactly. St- yeah. He said when he started training properly, as well as his work, he was getting injured because he was doing too much. Yeah, because you're training and you're on your feet training, for 40 yeah. hours. You don't need to train. <laughs> you don't need to train, exactly, yeah. you know. Exactly. Ryan, if you're listening to this, yeah. <laughs> go back to the way you were doing it. Yeah, I mean, if you get a good coach, then you can, you know, they can maybe look at that stuff, right, and they can, they can go, okay. Co- do you okay, know good coaches for Ryan? I, I know one good coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, just add in some, like you say, add in some speed work. Yeah, or that's whatever. all really Look at the do, overall, yeah. overall week and then... Um, yeah, figure it out. It's kind of like you, you know, have some balance or whatever, do some skiing in winter. And, yeah, yeah. Um, cross training, you know. And yeah. You know, sleep as well and having rest, you know, like you were talking about the people that looked fresh after the COVID. I thought you know. so. I don't know if maybe I was just dreaming, but I thought everyone looked good. <laughs> or maybe everyone was just happy to be I've been to some to races be where out. people DNF, you know, everyone's like DNFing and everyone yeah. doesn't look that strong. And I'm like, I don't know what everyone's up to, but... Um, yeah, I thought everyone looked pretty happy and strong, man. I, th- I don't know if it was... I think everyone's just happy to get out of lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind part of it as well, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cool, man. Well, I think, man, we've covered, like, heaps. And it's like, we you can cover way more if Andrew and Steve aren't here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Um, we'll be back no, next we, week. The three we, Amigos will be back next week. Don't worry. Cool. Well, it's been an absolute honour to be on your podcast. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's cool. My number, we'll, it's my number one podcast. It's your number one podcast. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's and, and Joe Rogan's number two, of course. Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're well, actually talk- your setup here is quite similar. I'm, well, I'm 
Exactly, exactly. We're going to do a photo after this and we're talking to Spotify and they're going <laughs> to give you 100 million. Yeah, they're maybe not going to give us 100 million, but we're talking we'll to them. T- we'll give you 10, we'll give you 10 bucks. <laughs> they give us something, just give us something, Spotify. Um, are you coming to, you're not coming to Crush Chicago next weekend? No, I'm not. No, Longest, my, my, shortest day? I'm not, unfortunately. No. My daughter's going from university. Yeah. That's going to be massive. <laughs> Absolutely. We might see it crush Chicago at the end of the year. December. Yes, possibly. Maybe. Poss- maybe, possibly. Yeah, yes. I got a great photo that's of you more, there. That's the more likely. Year. Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> looking kind of... You know, you're quite... looking really happy, actually. You look like maybe you'd been drugged or something. <laughs> it was that tequila at the top, probably. Yeah. As you know, I avoided the tequila because as I was heading up the top, Andre Chalmers came the other way yeah. and he was like off his face. Like, he, he, was <laughs> he was like gone. He was gone. One tequila and that was it. <laughs> well, when I went up to see uh, Andrew at the top, he's like, how much tequila? I'm like, no, 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 no. I just saw Andre in the state that he's <laughs> it's, in. It's he went, but he drank the whole thing. He had his massive tumbler and apparently yeah. Andre drank the entire tumbler of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> then when I got back down, he was fast asleep in the tent. <laughs> yeah, not a, not, a good, not a good call. <laughs> <laughs> not really, no. Cool, man. All right, well, uh, yeah, good to have you on the show. It's hey, been awesome. No, and, thank uh, you very we'll, much. We'll catch up again. Sweet. Cheers, mate. Thanks, James. See you later. Thanks, man. <laughs>